Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about thinking, meditation, and the ability to read energy. So I wanted to start right off with, people have asked me, you know, how are, how are you able to read energy? And uh, the answer is, I don't know. But I will tell you this. One of the things that I think I've realized is energy, and there's a frequency and a vibration to energy, and that is what I am able to read. But it isn't necessarily just what the person is consciously thinking. The reason that things like tarot cards and runes and the different I Ching and things like that work is because it's picking up the subconscious, the unseen world. And I talk about this unseen word, probably not enough. But if you even look at nature, there's an unseen world going on during winter. Now we know it's going on, but we don't know exactly what's going on unless of course we're botanists or scientists, okay? But we know there's something going on and we can feel the change in the air when the seasons are going to change or when a storm is coming. It's very interesting. So we have all these unseen energetic elements around us and that's what I read. And I don't know how I read it, probably because we all have something within us that can read it, that just knows. We just have to tune in. I have no idea why and how I tuned in. I'm probably something I should look at and something I should think about a little bit more to try and understand it. And it still might not be accurate. So I don't really address it a lot. We just know what we know. And what we also know about energy, vibration, and frequency is that we can change it. And for the most part, the reasons we can predict when we do readings or we find accuracy in I Ching and runes and things like that is because the power of the feeling and the thought and the subconscious mind and the repetitiveness and the central nervous system and the brain and the plasticity of the brain, if we don't incorporate that and try and make the change, we keep repeating things over and over again because our subconscious mind has so powerfully taken in the past memories and the things that we believe and think about ourselves and society and other people and money, etc. And so I can go into that more, but somebody said to me, the other day, I, I just don't know how to stop thinking in meditation. Meditation is not my thing. And I said, well, that's a misconception. There is no purpose to me meditation. Not really. People say, well, it's to get quiet. The misconception is that you have to stop thinking. The purpose is not to stop thinking. The purpose is to watch the thinking so that you can digest the contents of your mind. That's the difference. And so you have to look at what your permanent state of being is. Through meditation, what you find is, oh my God, these are the thoughts that I think. Now I start to see why my life is doing what my life is doing. Now I see how people are able to read my energy, but I can change that. Because I don't like that. I don't want to live like that anymore. How do I want to live? What do I want to see? And why do I feel that I struggle against that? 
And why do I feel like I'm blocked and that there's an obstacle there? What is it that is behind that? That's what you want to know. Because your permanent state, if you drop everything, is that infinite truth that has no words. I can't even explain it. You can only know it by experience. So what happens with meditation is all your transient thoughts, all of the other stuff starts to move into the background of the mind where what you begin to see is, ooh, this is the reality that I am experiencing. But if I can change it, then I'm only experiencing a dreamlike, and we could call it an illusion, but I don't want you to think that's not true illusion because you're pretty darn sure that you're experiencing it, but you begin to move out of the conditioned mind, the mind that you acquired since you were itty bitty and before you were born. And you move into what created the mind in the first place. And if you go on enough with meditation, just quietness. It doesn't have to be sitting there. And a lot of people have problem being still, but that's something that should be looked at too. But you could do it while driving home, listening to music, but pay attention to what you're thinking. Half the time, you're just thinking it and you're not realizing that you are unknowingly creating something. But the personal sense of the I eventually sees through itself when you begin to pay attention to yourself. So to all of your thinking is absorbed by the permanent background that noise that we talk about. So you see, thinking doesn't stop. You see through your thought. And when your mind sees through itself fully, it sort of stops thinking the way that you're used to as a monkey jumping from branch to branch. It slows down during meditation and it's only temporary. The mind always comes back, obviously. You've all experienced that. You know, oh God, why am I experiencing or thinking that again? But we have to take the meditation or the practice or the desire to see through the mind this far for us to be able to do it. And what I have found is the people that do it are aching to know that truth and they bust their ass to get there. And it's not easy and it's not fun and they'll tell you that. But once you get there, you start to get what is going on within yourself. So you see what actually is happening is thinking doesn't stop with meditation. It loses its value when you compare it to the emptiness that you feel when it just drops because you're so aware. And that's my mind. You fall into this interesting space of the all or what people call the truthless truth or call it the truth, call it whatever you want. But it's a different kind of truth than what you experience in this reality. It's not a judgmental tr truth. It's just wow. So as your awareness becomes more aware, you know what's permanent. And the mind relaxes. Or I should say, you know what's transient compared to what's permanent, which, you know, is that beautiful space that we um, wind up finding ourselves relaxed relaxing into and we open up more into this natural permanent state look at nature you know there are forces in nature sure that can be violent for the most part nature is stunningly quiescent 
So you find more peace and stillness within the background. You see what I'm saying? And you live in this infinite peace and more of a clarity. And you recognize, my God, if everything is coming from thought and then feeling and the quieter I get, I can really begin to, to live in a sense of peace. And nothing is going to be stirred up in my mind unless I allow it. And so I can begin to live from a space of creation. So you're not striving to think or stop thinking. That's not the purpose. That just causes you more tension and frustration. And that's why so many people have that. And I probably should have started the podcast with that. So instead of striving, we see through the thinking, through our thought. And so then we use our awareness to look deeply at the stories that we tell ourselves and that were told to us. And we look at why other people believe their own stories when we see them so differently. We recognize, my God, if they're like that, then we've got to be like that. We don't see ourselves clearly because we have all these ideas and beliefs that our minds are attached to. Things are supposed to be like this. So you examine your reality of everything. And you look differently so that you can go deeply into the mind itself so that you can drop off all of those illusions. And so when you say things like my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my spouse, my lover, whatever you want to call that person, my parents, any relationship, they do this to me. That's a story you're telling yourself. Why does anybody owe you anything? Why does your significant other or your friends or your family have to give you anything when you give it to yourself first and you recognize you can have anything that you want and need because you're coming from a different place you're not striving to get it outside of yourself you give it to yourself and that's where we struggle because we have the blockages there our obstacles are, are within our own thinking we think we can't get that we can't have that it has to be given to us, but first you have to allow yourself to have it. You have to decide that it's yours, that you can have it, and it'll come. And it'll come in the most magical and beautiful of ways, and maybe your parents give it to you. Maybe because you drop your energy and feelings and blockages about something that they give it to you, or a friend gives it to you, or another family member, or maybe you just get it from the most magical place, but you want to know where you got it? You got it from the change within yourself. It begins like with losing weight. You know, people go, I'm so freaking tired of Weight Watchers. I don't want to keep measuring and counting. And okay, then change your mind about that. Change your mind about your body image, but you have to look deeply within yourself. Where did this idea come from? Why does everybody have to be a certain way? Why do we have to look a certain way? You know, I've seen women who are thin rock their bodies and people say she looks like a boy. And I've seen women that are uh, that other people will call obese and that woman can rock her body. People love her. It's you see, it's in your energy. It's in your thinking. It's in your feeling. It's in your awareness. If you are aware, oh, my God, I'm overweight. What do you think you're going to attract to yourself? That's energy. That's vibration. That's frequency. That's a story you tell yourself. That's an illusion. And what happens if you're like, I love my body. And you say, I love food. Or somebody else says, I'm afraid of food. Rock that. Get healthy within yourself. And that is 
a thought, that's a feeling, it's an energy, it's an intention, it is a frequency. Use your awareness to look deeply because it will cleanse and wipe off all the illusory stains that the mind has. It gets rid of that idea of suffering so you can live and feel differently. In the, I know that I am taken care of. The mind and the thinking moves out of the way and the dark shadow falls away because the dark shadow you see is what blocks the perception of infinite light, of infinite truth, of the infinite self. And then you know and you realize. So anyway, that's our podcast short for today. And I hope that it helps you understand that there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to attain. There's no separate ones to attain it. There's, you can read books and articles and listen to these videos and podcasts and all, but you know what? It doesn't push you into awakening. The mind is not the right instrument, not the dirty mind, not the conditioned mind. Do you see? It's the mind that's free from those conditioning and those beliefs. And you know, if you start to pay attention, it'll pay attention to you and it'll give you amazing gifts and it'll lead you on a path to understand, wow, there are, no, this is at a nonverbal level. I get it. And that's the awareness that you try to get to. You cultivate an awareness of self because you recognize that it, it begins within you, how you react, how you perceive, how you think. And when you look at the what caused it behind the why I'm doing it, that's your freedom. And it's beautiful, but you have to do the work. So thank you for listening, and I hope you make the world a better place.